You're listening to The Real Wealth Show with Kathy Fetke, the real estate investor's resource. We talk a lot about building wealth through real estate here on The Real Wealth Show, but there are so many ways to define wealth. I'm Kathy Fetke, and welcome to The Real Wealth Show. At Real Wealth Network, we define real wealth as having both the time and the money to live life the way you want to with the people that you want to spend time with. Our guests today have their own definition of wealth. Suzanne and Joel want to become financially free so that they can do what they love the most, which is supporting a mission that they believe in and adding value to others. Their goal is to have 10 properties by 2023, and they're well on their way. And they're here to tell us how they've done it and what they've learned. Suzanne and Joel, welcome to The Real Wealth Show. Thank you for having us. Oh, you bet. So I would love to hear what inspired you to invest in real estate. Well, I don't know if you know, I'm in the military, been in the military for over 30 years, and we traveled a lot overseas and stateside. And in the 90s, that's when I got really interested with investing, and that's because of Robert Kuyasaki. Now, I was reading his Rich Dad, Poor Dad book. And since I'm in the military, I just read a lot of information about financial freedom. And just let me say, not only did we read the book, but we listened to him on cassette tape, if anybody knows what those still are. <laughs> I still have some, I think, somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> so that kind of sparked interest in my mind to, uh, to become familiar with investment and be on my own. However, because I'm in the military, I really didn't have any chance to or opportunity to do that until 2012, where we moved to Hawaii and really got started by listening to webinars and podcasts. And then I stumbled around the, the investing and turnkey operation. That's where I first uh, heard about turnkey operation and really didn't understand what it is. Just let it go until uh, it became so popular in the later on. So I was able to um, listen to different individuals that have their own podcast. And then all of a sudden I uh, kind of stumbled, I Googled your Real Wealth Network and found out about your story and rich situation. And I just kind of got intrigued and I talked to my wife about it. And it just was really inspiring, and it helped us to realize that we could do something like that, too. We just have to uh, step out, just step out of the comfort zone and do it. <laughs> so you you weren't uh, afraid when he brought this idea to you? Well, originally, I can say, honestly, not really. I think I was more excited, but then you have to kind of go back to when we were in Hawaii and just driving around looking at the properties and thinking, my goodness, there's a lot of wealth going on here. Mm -hmm. And well, what's to keep us from being a part of that? And so those thoughts were always kind of milling around in our conversations as we would drive around and over the years. And then finally, I guess it's almost like a, a blister that's ready to break. We, you know, when he finally, you know, got in contact with your, your network and with you, I think that's when it almost, it was ready to break, and I think he just needed for me to say, just do it, for goodness sake. This is going to be fantastic. Let's just do it. And every day, I would come into the den and say, did you sign up? Did you do it? Did you do it? Are we in? <laughs> so I 
it was something that was going to happen sooner or later, but you know, you, you just kind of have to step out, like I said. And not understanding real estate, we did have, we started in 93 when we moved to Texas. We bought a house there and then... Uh, to live in as our family home. Our family home as a young military person. And then when we move out of there, we can't sell it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, so, okay. Because we didn't have any equity in it. It was still rather new and the market wasn't moving very fast. In Texas, um, at that time, the property value never really got to where you can sell it in three years because mm-hmm. we moved every three years. So we ended up renting it. And so since then, it's been rented and giving us cash flow. But the, I didn't understand all of that. Mm. You know, we just think, hey, you know, the renter is paying for the mortgage. And, and every year we would think we, we need to sell this. We just have to try to sell this. But the market never allowed us to do that. And I'm really glad that it didn't because it made us hang on to a property that turned out to be a, a great investment. What we use for our later investment. And then we moved to uh, Alabama. The same thing. We bought the house there through VA loan. And. We thought that would be our retirement home, but uh, it ended up we moved again several <laughs> several places. And uh, the same thing, we didn't sell it, so we ended up renting it and giving us uh, another cash flow. And it just sit there, and they're paying for it by itself. But I'm not really counting on what I'm earning from it because it really didn't dawn on me that it's already happening and. Until I heard you guys talk about turnkey <laughs> Yeah, you're like already doing it, kind of forced, but uh, you, you had to figure it out. You know, in those markets that are more linear markets that just don't go up in value, you can't go in and out of them. You got to hold them and the, the strategy is different. It's cash flow and it's loan pay down and tax benefits, you know, and, and trying to sell it is generally more difficult to do. But, you know, how great that you were able to figure out a solution there and that solution worked. And if you've used a VA loan to get a primary and then you rent it out, are you allowed to get another VA loan? Well, there's a limit. 484000 is the limit. So my first house and the second house were able to uh, use up those uh, limits. So we were able to buy two homes without uh, down payment or without PMI. So it's pretty easy and pretty nice. One benefit of the military that we were able to um, utilize. Plus, understanding that Texas and Alabama were, it's just easier to get a good value home for a lower price than you would in other places. So that was really beneficial for us. Yeah. So your total amount borrowed from the VA is 480, but it could be several properties. The total value of my property when we bought it is about 345 total. So I still have extra over 100000 Interesting. That's good to know. Yes. And so now that uh, when, when I registered in the Real World Network website, Aristotle Compass called me and uh, gave me a little interview and then um, talk about the strategy. And by then, I, I already uh, heard you talk about acquiring 10 properties to reach your wealth goal. And I'm retiring this December, and my goal is to acquire 10 properties by 2023. And this year, mm-hmm. we, after my wife really pushed me hard, 
we ended up uh, buying two properties from uh, Alabama, Birmingham area. Mm-hmm. And then uh, one property, again, I listened to the um, webinar on Detroit. And my wife is from Detroit. And mm. so we ended up buying a house property investment in Detroit. And that brought us up to four properties altogether. So so now, starting out, we've got four. So we're we're that much closer to the goal. <laughs> and, and Here we uh, are. Yeah, and we use the uh, equity that we have in one of our properties in in both these two houses. Oh, so you refinanced the Texas property? I took a equity loan so I can buy those two properties, and then I'm ready to buy another two properties before the end of this year. Wow, <laughs> that's incredible. <laughs> now, why? If you're if you're just about to retire, I'm guessing you get a pretty good pension with with the military. So why start now? We have a goal. Our goal is to support an outreach ministry for our church in the Philippines. Hmm. I grew up born and raised in the Philippines, and I know uh, how poor the country is. And I have pastors that are not paid pastors. They work by their own calling, and they work at the same time so they can serve and the Lord and serve the people. And both my wife and I goal is to support some of those pastors that are are really working to um, reach the unreachables in the Philippines. And so that's our goal. And if I can make 10 grand or 20 grand or 25 grand a month, that's a lot of money that I can use for the ministry. Oh, that's so beautiful. You know, I, I met somebody once who had decided exactly how much you needed to live on and everything else would go to uh, charity. And I, I just was very inspired by that. That's, that's a beautiful goal. And so important to have a reason to invest in real estate because it's, it's cash flow, but it's not, it's not passive by any means, right? There's, there's work you have to do. I mean, you know, checks do come into your, it's mailbox money for sure, but there's some time that is involved. So let's talk about that. Even when investing through our network, uh, where a lot of the work has been done for you, there's still work. So how, what would you recommend that people understand about how much time they need to invest in, in this portfolio building? I think uh, you have to balance your time. And like I said, I've been working in the military for a long time, and I commanded uh, several units. And time is so valuable that you need to really be disciplined to follow it. And so in this case, while in the military, I usually have a you know, two hours, three hours uh, every week that I use to uh, look at my portfolio and also studying and reading about real estate. I think the hardest part was when you start acquiring the property because that's when you put in a lot of work working with the uh, company, uh, mortgage company and their property company. It takes uh, a lot of time getting the information, gathering all the documents, and working with them. But after that, it goes by itself. It's really a turnkey about that time. And I think uh, an important thing to remember is if you're just getting into this and you're, you're married, I think it's really important to get your spouse involved in the excitement of it right from the beginning because it can cause a little anxiety if only one person is really adamant about making this happen. So to have support, is very important because, you know, there are times when he comes home from work and he's, he's set up at his desk for several hours 
And if I weren't on board or excited about this whole operation, I could become unhappy very quickly. But if you're like-minded, I think it makes things a lot simpler. And one way to become like-minded is to sit down and talk over your goals and to support each other and understand the things that hold you back or the things that excite you about this kind of a, an opportunity. So when he comes home from work and he's got to sit down and do that work, it takes time. But I completely respect that because I know we're in this together. And the joy that we get from it just increases every time and the excitement about finding new properties and and not only the good times. I mean, there have been tough times in the past before we've even come into this network. Um, when our house in Texas, had a, we had a renter in there that destroyed the entire house and we had to come up with 10 grand to just fix the walls and the floors. Um, but I think being a support to each other and knowing that those tough times are just uh, little obstacles in the way, but you need to hurdle those together and get on with it so that you can see the bigger picture. Otherwise, you'll get trapped behind it and just give up. So support is number one, I think. And adding to that, my wife is always my number one fan in the military and in the uh, investment that we're working on. And she really was my inspiration when I when I really step out of my comfort zone. But it's kind of scary to just, you know, while still in the military and engage in investment. But she gave me a lot of support and comfort. And that's why we launch. Yeah, and I think that's just the importance of being on the same page, and, um, making sure you get on the same page if you're really going to pursue it. So take the time and take the effort to get on the same page without pushing forward until you are there. I love that. And it goes on both sides. If you're the person who's scared, then, you know, it's your job to you know, look at the things you're afraid of and research it. I just did that in the presentation at last weekend's event. Fear is the number one thing that keeps people back. But what are you afraid of? Are you afraid of lawsuits? Well, guess what? You know, look into that. It turns out there's insurance and there's asset protection, you know, that can cover you. You should be afraid of lawsuits because they do happen. But if you're adequately protected, either your insurance is going to fight it for you or you're, they're never going to get to your assets because it's in an LLC and it's protected. So, you know, both people have to do their job. If one person wants to move the family forward and the other one doesn't want to, that, it has an impasse, right? You know, the person who wants to move needs to make sure the other person's fears are addressed and concerns are addressed. And the person who has the fears needs to at least look at things and learn, right? Absolutely. And I think it comes down to a really basic tenet that you were speaking about, about fear is that, as Vikram Chowdhury said, <laughs> who's a yogi, uh, a famous yogi, he said, what are you afraid of? You, you don't have anything to lose because you never had anything to, to begin with. You come into this world with nothing. Mm. We can't take anything out of it. So just go ahead and go for it. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah, we hold on so tightly. We do. Yeah. And if you do, it, it sounds like you are very faith-based. Uh, you know, one of the things that I, my mantra is that I am, I am guided and I'm cared for and loved. And, and Absolutely. yeah, Absolutely. Ah. Absolutely. that's a good reminder. Thank you. <laughs> and then this morning, I, I, you know, I added on to that and it was like, I will, I will be guided to the right people that will help me. So, um, <laughs> your I'm right. The rest of them, you don't, you don't need to deal with. So right. always look in the positive direction. <laughs> yes, exactly. 
Very good. Okay, well, you said that the educational programs at Real Wealth Network really helped you. What specifically? Did you watch the weekly webinars? We found that a lot of new members are just not watching the videos that we produced. And I don't know, we're going to start making shorter ones, but you know, what really stood out in the educational process that, that helped you move forward? I think the one that uh, helped me a lot was when you put messages that says, we're going to have a, a webinar for the properties in Detroit or Cincinnati. And it gives me a big picture kind of story of why do I want to go there? Why is that important to me? Why, why do I want to invest there? And it kind of gives me that freedom to really see without really seeing the place because you guys have did it for us. And also, I listen to your webinar. If there's a, like the one that you just did, you know, your wealth, real wealth, I like to listen to your enriches updates. And you have a lot in your website that I just kind of browse and listen to. And so it just helped me a lot. You have a, you have a webinar on taxation. Yeah, once you once you watch that webinar, it's hard to hold people back from investing because <laughs> it's like, oh man, I would rather have my money go towards uh, these investments than to the IRS. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, because actually, I I was going to ask you uh, if you have any. Uh, I think you do have a list of CPAs that that understand taxes for real estate investors. Because I don't have one there yet. Oh, yeah. On our resources tab at realwealthnetwork.com, you'll find a list of CPAs. When Rich and I started, we worked with a CPA who seemed to, oh, you know, seemed to understand investments, but he he kind of messed some things up and he recommended, you know, sometimes CPAs will recommend investments and he was kind of recommending some not so great investments. And then he gave some friends of ours some poor advice that, that we had referred to him. So I I can't tell you how important it is to have a an accountant who really understands real estate investing and specifically rental property because the uh you know the write-offs are incredible but your CPA has to know about them and if you have too conservative of a CPA or so, sometimes you've got accountants who are just terrified of real estate in general and they'll just discourage you from it that's not the advisor you want. Yeah. Well, that's excellent that you have all the resources listed there. We're going to be definitely perusing those and making sure we get the right accountant for our needs at this point. So thank you for offering all that. Ah, you're welcome. So how do you see these rentals changing your life now or in the future? Uh, It's so bright. We have to wear sunglasses. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. (laughs) And what is that? What's so bright? Well, like I said, our goal is to have 10 properties by 2023, and the goal is to pay off all of them. And so if I can pay off everything, those are 10 properties that can generate me at least 10000 a month. And with my retirement pay and other financial sources, I think we're going to meet. It's not that I think we're going to meet our goal supporting our faith-based uh, mission. And what's exciting about that is that, you know, before we even got into this and were introduced to you and your your methods and things, we didn't know we had choices. So we just thought, well, we're going to retire on his retirement pay and we're just going to sit on it and hope that it lasts us until we decide to die or God wills us to go earlier or whatever and just try to live out that type of existence. But 
But then this opened our mind to the fact that you can either sit on that wealth or you can actually do something with it that'll make a difference in someone else's life, you know? And Joel tells me all the time, this is great. We're we're going to get another house so that another little family can move in and, and have a wonderful place to live. Mm-hmm. And we just really like that, knowing that those little families move in there, that they've got a safe place, they've got running water, and they've got things that work and, and a house that's comfortable. And that just means a lot to us. Um, so this type of investing is really important for for us because uh, it just, you know, if you if you can be comfortable, that's one thing. But if you can espouse hope and joy in other people, I mean, that's eternal. That's not just earthly. That's eternal. And I think that's, the, that, that's what brings us so much joy in all of this. Mm. Uh, it reminded me of uh, before I retire, before we even look into this, my goal was to retire and just retire. Like, I had no more aspirations to do anything else. But since we got into this, my passion went doubled or tripled to do something else better. You know, I've achieved my goals in my career and my successes. And now that uh, I achieved those, I define success as, you know, when I reach my, what I want to do is that success. You know, if I put a goal and I achieve it, that's success. But now I want to be significant, significant to others. So now that uh, I achieve my goal and for me to, be of significant to others, add value to others, and help other people. Just like Kuzi said, our goal is to provide, especially those uh, the young families who aspire to have a decent living, decent family, uh, to have a decent home with, with reliable appliances, reliable heat and electric, so they can live comfortably. You know, I've, I've, I've been in the military, and I I've uh, led a lot of young millennials and young airmen that they have, they deserve a better life so that they can become leaders of tomorrow because my Air Force, I'm leaving my Air Force and I'm, I'm developing young airmen to become the leaders of my Air Force in the future. And that's how we look at this uh, investment. We want to produce a property that has all the necessities in life that they can use to raise their family and be, become a better person, become a better producer, part of the community. And like I said, it's for us now, our goal is to, to inspire other people, inspire other young, young people, young investors, and help them out. And you know, like how we did, how we felt when we, were, when we started, very afraid. I think we can definitely say that or mentor other young investors to, hey, it's okay. Being afraid is okay because that means you're stepping out of your comfort zone. And once you step out of your comfort zone, you realize that you are in the right track. Oh, I love that. And I couldn't agree more. When you have the right intention like that, where it's not just a an asset that's spewing off cash flow and, you know, and then just making your retirement better. I mean, that's all good. But when you look at it from that angle, like you're really providing a home for people and it's a home that you wanted to ensure was already, you know, was renovated to very high standards that they could raise their family in and you chose that home in a safe neighborhood near good schools. I mean, it is extremely fulfilling to know that you're doing that for a family. 
And then to add on to it that the wealth that's created from that, you'll be uh, helping other families with it. It's beautiful. It makes the, the tough part of investing, which is the repairs and the vacancies and the things that happen. It, like you said, it's just, ah, it's just a little piece in the big picture. In several years, you won't even think about that when the properties are worth more and they're paid off. Absolutely. Ah, very good. Well, thank you so much for sharing your wisdom here. Any last tips you would give to our listeners that you've learned from this experience? Well, gosh, there are so many, but my tip would be once you're on the same page, and and my tip as coming from the spouse of someone who he's the income maker, he's the one who goes out to work every day. So I'm I'm the supporting spouse, and so my tip would be try to get on the same page, and when you are just step out in faith and just go ahead and do it. Uh, nothing easy is ever worthwhile, but for goodness sakes, uh, don't let fear hold you back because it's too exciting out there and it's too joy-filled to hold yourself back. So just let go and get informed, get on the same page and go for it. I love it. In my case, I, um, I know uh, it's, it's so difficult to step out of your comfort zone. But once you step in the comfort zone, like uh, John Maxwell said, jump. And while jumping, spread your wings. And so don't listen to the negativities out there. Listen to the people that that like-minded and increase your knowledge and passion and desire to achieve your goal. Because uh, knowledge, your vision, your purpose, and your desire will become into reality. And that's how we made it happen for us. And your company has helped us do that. So we're so appreciative. Thank you so much to the Real Wealth Network and and to you, Kathy. Yeah, thank you for you and Rich. Your story just inspired us. Truly inspiring. Oh, thank you so much. That That means so much. All right. Well, you have a wonderful rest of your day. And thank you so much for sharing your story and your tips and advice to our listeners. Really appreciate it. Thank you, Kathy. Thank you. And thank you for joining us here on The Real Wealth Show. If you're looking to acquire rental properties in growing areas that also cash flow, consider joining us on December 7th in San Mateo, just outside of San Francisco, or on December 8th in Los Angeles near LAX. We'll also be having our holiday party that day, and we'll be featuring property managers from Florida, Texas, and Alabama, who will also be showcasing available income properties, both new and renovated, in those markets. You can check it out at realwealthshow.com. Just click on the Learn tab and see the dropdown for upcoming events. I'm Kathy Fetke, and thanks so much for joining me here on The Real Wealth Show. I hope to see you soon. Bye-bye.